not Brittany shockingly <laughs> that was our good pal Maddie <laughs> wow can you guess what movie we're doing this week oh a classic 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 uh hi Carly hi Maddie welcome to Teenage Dirtbags thank you so much would do you want to welcome me here Maddie welcome <laughs> welcome to the basement of your home thank you um, we have a very, very special episode this week. Yeah, we have it's our the most special. Yes, Go we ahead. have our first ever guest. Our first official guest who has his own microphone. He's got his own headphones. He's got his own chair. He's he, sitting there. He did notes, everything. I know. He really impressed me when we watched this. He took it very seriously. He got over more notes than I do, for sure. He did a really good job. It is the one. The only. Michael James Helen. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> who who is Michael? Yeah, tell me who you are. I am the man in the third chair right now. I am Maddie's boyfriend and Carly's roommate. Yeah. These are the 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 third wheel up for our little love story, Carly and I. We believe in polygamy in this house. <laughs> Wow. Three amigos, three legs of the stool. Yeah. Okay, we're going to... Yep. A lot of threes. Nothing, you know what, nothing. Um, I've Since living with you guys, I've so enjoyed just our nights of like sitting on the couch watching TV. We watch The Office, we watch Parenthood, we watch Haunting of Hill House. Of house. It's been yeah. great. Well, we'll probably do that again later. And tonight. today we watched Crossroads. Today we watched a fucking classic film called Crossroads from 2002. But first, let's hear about Michael. Mike, tell us about your teenage years. What was your... Where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Hamilton, Ontario. Southern Ontario. Is it a small town, would you say? I I wouldn't call myself a small town girl, but um, I did. um, I did enjoy my teen years. It was... was, uh, I was uh, was good. I was a guy, you know. You were a guy. Did your high school have cliques and stuff? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, I cannot uh, relate to your high school experience in this life. So I'm the crazy one yeah. here. Cool. Yeah. All right. Where did you fall on the social spectrum? Oh, good question. Uh, where did I fall? So I went to Westdale in Hamilton. Shout out Warriors. Woot, woot. Cool. Um, I don't know. I uh, played a lot of sports. I had a Letterman jacket. I was. Uh, he did have a Letterman jacket, which I wear now. Yes. As an adult, I would like to think I was a uh, smartish athlete. We'll go with that. Okay. All right. So what was your main sport? Football. Oh, sorry. Football? <laughs> uh, yeah, I played uh, football and uh, water polo, mostly. Yeah. Water polo? Is that a joke? Are you being sarcastic? Uh, no, he's being serious. I am, I am not. Your high school had a pool? 
Um, Our high school had a pool. Pardon me. My high school. You just yours did it? No. You, are you guys rich? No, we didn't have a pool. We went down the street to the pool. Oh, oh, we had a pool in our high school. Of course you did. And like when you walked by it, you could smell the pool. It would be weird if a school didn't have a pool, in fact, I think. Wow, you're going to get a lot of comments on this. Ugh, great. <laughs> I'm so uh, privileged. Maddie's such sure. a freak. She, no clicks. Everyone loved each other. Me, me, me. They had a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I want to know more about Mike before we get into this. Okay, Mike, would you say that you were popular? I was not unliked. Okay, so... He had girlfriends. He had girlfriends is what he's saying. People knew who I was, but I was not on... We had like the the popular kids hallway locker thing, Mm -hmm. but I chose not to have my locker there. Oh. Oh, He chose to be above the popular kids. Well, it was more for convenience. It was beside my first class because we did that stupid like switch the periods every day. Okay. So I put my locker right beside my first class all the time so I could as late as possible and still get my stuff oh, together okay wait a second hold on you got to choose where your locker was yeah did you no but i switched with somebody so i could be on the first floor Ooh. i'm certain i could be wrong but i think for all my three years at high school we had the same locker and it was assigned to us i'm yeah, pretty sure that's normal okay but you like we would secretly switch I'm sure people wouldn't give a shit if we'd switch, yeah. but I don't know anyone who did. Maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Let's get into it. Crossroads. Michael, mm. had you seen Crossroads before? It was not on my number one watch list in high school. No, I was uh, you had never seen it. not a woman coming of age. You were not a woman coming of age. No. Carly, were you a woman coming of age? Did you see this movie? Um, I was 12, so yes. <laughs> but... I think I only saw it maybe once. I didn't remember it clearly when we watched it tonight. I was like unaware of what was happening in the plot. And I was very shocked by the twist. Ah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, watch it before you listen because there will be spoilers later. It's quite the twist. Quite a M. Night Shyamalan twist comes at you. There Uh, There was a twist. Yes. Yes. The blue bottle. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. So I have seen it a thousand times. And I did, I'm, in fact, I probably saw it again within the past three or four years. So really, it's pretty fresh. It was impossible to find. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was a, that was the adventure of the day was trying to find a copy of this to watch for all of us to watch. But anyway, we did find it. So it is possible to wink, wink, legally find it. Uh, So anyway. Yeah, so I'm going to do my facts before we get into our notes. Go ahead. All right. It was directed by Tamara Davis. It was written by Shonda Shonda Rhimes, which was shocking. We all gasped. Well, Michael did not. (laughs) Michael did not give a shit, but Carly and I both went. (gasps) Mike, do you know who Shonda Rhimes is? Busta's wife. (laughs) Good Lord. Oh, these are one of the many jokes to come. I can't wait. Oh, as a preface before we get started <laughs> we're gonna preface there will be many puns in this episode i really liked that joke actually it was okay okay starring britney spears zoe saldana taryn manning anson mount dan Aykroyd, and kim cattrall it was rated pg and it premiered on february 15th 2002 yes it did the log line is Three childhood best friends and a guy they just met took a road trip across the country, finding themselves and their friendship in the process. So the, basically, um, it's Britney Spears is the main character, obviously. Mm. And her two best friends are Zoe Saldana and Taryn Manning. 
and her father is Dan Aykroyd, which yeah. is fantastic. Can I just throw something out there? You may. Never seeing this movie, I wrote down some notes pre-movie. Oh, All right. Some, some I, um. Yes, I wanted, I wanted to have my own little synopsis of what was going to happen. Okay. Oh, okay. So I have four little notes. Since uh, Britney Spears was in it, using songs. I want to use different songs to explain how this movie will come about. Okay. So we start off, number one, Sydney Lauper, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It's the starting point. Okay. Then we move on, and it, it, it changes to Britney Spears, I'm Not a Girl. Okay. Yep. Yep. Th- th- then we go to you guys in the middle with Weedus with Teenage Dirtbags. Oh, related. Oh. Progression, and then finally... It goes to the final Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Which, spoiler, when that, that song actually plays in the movie and Mike got yep. very happy yes. because he had called it. And he yes. did. And I will give him full credit for that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Maddie, what's your first note? My very first note is, oh, is that I was shocked that Mike has never seen this movie because Britney Spears starts off in her underwear. And I can't imagine a teenage boy not wanting to watch that. However, I understand that it's a Britney Spears chick flick or whatever. Yeah, but there were a lot of other teen movies where you can actually see boobs. That's true. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. We completely lied. That's not actually how it starts. It starts with the three girls younger and their best friends. They're probably 10 or something. And they're they're burying their time capsule. And they're like, we're going to be best friends forever. And we're going to open this time capsule on graduation. Yeah. Yeah. Time capsules. Did you guys have a time capsule? You, Carly, I don't even want to ask her that question because yeah. of course she did. Carly is the most, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Memory mm-hmm. treasuring person I've ever met in my life. That's... So you definitely have a time capsule. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't go into it too much, but basically in my 12th year, my senior year, I bought a video camera. I filmed everything from prom to Terry Fox to 30 hour famine to just hanging up my room to parties to everything. And then I had my two of my best friends, Caitlin and Steph. We each did a private time capsule uh, with the camera, just one on one with the camera, where we talked about our plans for the future, our dreams for the future, our predictions for where we all think we're going to be, blah, blah, blah. And we didn't we didn't tell each other what we said at all. So I put together a hour and a half documentary of our senior year and we buried it before we all went off to college and university. And we said that we would um, dig it up when we were 25 and then we would bury another one. So we've now done two time capsules and the next one we're going to do, we're going to dig up our next one when we're 30. And yeah. See? (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i filmed everything in my 12th year too or and 10 and 11 and then made a video at the end of graduation for all my best friends but it was like a 15 minute video mike do you have any time capsule memories i don't but my uh one of my notes was do you think britney spears in reality included k-fed in her little time capsule well this was pre-k-fed just so you know yeah this is when she's with j tim I believe the kids call him JT. Oh, right. I was going with K-Fed. I was going with K-Fed J-Tim. It was funny. Whatever. Well, so in the in the time capsule in the movie, Britney Spears put in her puts in her mother's locket because her mother is absent from her life. Yeah. Um, and then Zoe Saldana puts in a bride, her bride Barbie, because she wants to be married. And uh, anyway, we'll get there. And then... Taryn Manning put in what's her name uh, Mimi put in a keychain with the world which we'll we will address <laughs> later in the movie but it is it's because she wants the world yeah so they were very close as 
children. Mm-hmm. Now they're in high school and they do not like each other. At all. And so Zoe Saldana, who plays Kit, I'm going to start referencing her character name. Kit is like a popular, popular bitchy kind of girl. Britney Spears, who is playing Lucy, is very innocent and valedictorian. And then Taryn Manning, who plays Mimi, is pregnant. <laughs> um, and they all don't like each other. They're not friends. Blah, blah, blah. They go to uh, the dance or whatever graduation. And Taryn Manning runs around and she's like, guys, we have to go open our time capsule. And they're all like, we're not going. Screw you. Yeah, they promised to. to um... They promised to do it after graduation. Yeah. Yeah, but the day of graduation. Like, I know, like let's literally leave right our after graduation the dance. at midnight and dig up like that. I think that in was- a forest too. <laughs> Three young girls. Let's go to this forest in the middle of the night. Where did Brittany get the shovel? I don't know. They all, yeah, that's true. Do you know what? They all walk from separate. Like they all show up at different times to this hole, but only one of them has a shovel. Are so you- like they all came, but n- only one thought. Oh, I should bring a shovel. I'm, sh- I'm shocked that you guys are finding plot holes in the crossroads. <laughs> oh, I this know. Is just... Isn't this crazy? <laughs> this um, is what we do. And... Can, we, can we go back to the, the prom for a second? Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Who was uh, Britney Spears' prom date? Oh. Justin Long. Yeah. He's, he's Britney Spears' lab partner or something. So before they all show up, you're right, Mike. Before they all show up to the time capsule opening, they're all planning on doing different things, but then they leave that plan mm. so britney spears was gonna lose her virginity to justin long right i had a joke i had a joke, yeah, I had a joke there. Oh, okay, okay let's ahead. hear the joke when uh justin was uh sprawled on the bed covered in baby powder for some reason <laughs> I, I said uh now we'll really see if justin in fact is long like oh, i'm Jesus sure Christ. okay but my question is like what's the um what's the reasoning behind the baby powder why would he do that uh, he's probably sweaty and nervous didn't want to be all clammy oh okay to smell good so it's about not sweating so much. Yeah, but get, you know Marvin Gaye, some little red sheer over the lamps. It was yeah. it, it was a lot of lot of lot of things going on. Yeah, it was a funny scene because they weren't dating. They're just lab partners who wanted to just get their first time over yeah. with. Yeah, it's never he's never referenced again in the movie. No, like well, once they once she leave, I know they weren't they weren't together or anything. It's just interesting because like they are about to lose their virginity to each other, and then she leaves to go open the time capsule, and he is never referenced again. As a boy, ever busted out a list of reasons why they should do you well he's trying to convince so britney spears and justin long are about to lose their virginity together and she's like wait show me tell me the list again and he's like we need to do it for college we like each other we've been lab we partners. trust each we other trust each other whatever i mean i thought it was a valid list yeah yeah that was okay but he brought pen to paper i also wanted to point out the, the reason why we know that britney spears is a virgin in this movie is because she accidentally knocks into Kit in the hallway. Yeah. And Kit's like, watch out. And Brittany's like, sorry. And then Kit's like, you're a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> out of true. nowhere. It's really weird. It's a, yeah, just to establish, like, they're not friends anymore. It's just such a random thing to it's really weird. yell at somebody in the hallway. Um. Oh, I also have another argument before before um, we get past, like, this prom thing. So Britney Spears is with Justin Long, and she's like, in her underwear and i'm like this girl has the best body the most rocking whatever why i understand she like concentrated on her studies or whatever but i don't think that matters like she would have had 45 boyfriends not necessarily you don't think so i did write down britney is a rocket that's like literally yeah yeah no she has an amazing body in this movie and she obviously is very good looking 
But I don't think that necessarily means she was like a party girl or like. No, no, no. I'm not saying she's a party girl, but I just mean like she has like established abs. Yeah. Like it's like defined abs. But that doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to sleep around. I'm not. I didn't say she's sleeping around. I just mean she must have had at least a boyfriend in the in her time at high school. But it's it's implied that like no one wanted to fucking look at her. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's my point. That's all I'm saying. Like it's implied that the only person she can get attention is Justin Long. And it's only because they're lab partners. and They trust each other. He's not even attracted to her. Let's get to the dang road trip here. Okay. So they. Right. So prom happens or whatever it is graduation it's not really prom it's a really weird one they go they dig up this shoebox with their things and then they all walk off um separately which is a whole other thing i took down as a note because i thought it was hilarious that they all must have come from the same area but they act as though they came from perfectly three different directions but anyway so they open the shoebox and Tara Manning just kind of says, oh, yeah, I'm leaving for L.A. to get a record deal. I'm leaving on Sunday if you want to go for a road trip randomly, which is strange to begin with. And yeah. they're all like, fuck you. Like, no, I would never do that. Yeah. And I've got a job. I've got a boyfriend. Blah, blah, blah. So they all walk away from each other. And then lo and behold, Sunday appears and they have all met up for the car because yeah. they want to go on this road trip. So yeah. now the movie is about the road trip. That's where we are. Mm. Yep. Sorry, I just came back from like Florida Georgia border mm-hmm. one of my notes was not one person in this movie had anywhere close to any sort of accent and they all have like pretty thick drawls down there that's well, a good point that is true I mean Britney Spears says y'all all the time does that count I think that's very yeah I think that's maybe she says y'all she goes y'all I don't mm. know y'all like yeah but constantly. no one else did no one else so did, this right. road trip was from Georgia to LA, LA. yeah it, granted it is across the country Mm-hmm. But now Carly looked up how long this should take. How long did it, you say it should take? It should take one day and eight hours. In this movie, this movie, at, like they went to a hotel room and slept at least, at least four or five nights. Yes. At least. Yes. And there was definitely more nights that weren't like accounted for. So that means that the one day that it would have taken a drive, they took a, a week. Yeah. So they go in this car with this who they think is a murderer. He, they think he, he killed someone. But anyway, he's a guy from the band of their prom. And he has this car, this like 73 Mustang or whatever the hell. It's uh, probably a 68, 69 Buick Skylark, but that's okay. Excuse me. Drop, yeah, drop. there was actually one part that was like, I was pretty impressed because the car breaks down and then they go into the car shop and there, some guy is fixing up the car. And what did you say, Mike? You, you were like, why is it making a... It was making a ratcheting sound when he was using a screwdriver to like unscrew like a hose clamp. It was like making a very distinct. Yeah, like they had a, the wrong sound effect. But yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> to be like, I'm using a tool. But I was just impressed by that. Mm. Mike does know. He also called exactly what the problem was with the car when it stopped or later on. Like the car stopped on the side of the highway and he went, radiator or whatever. What did you say? I did say that. Yeah. He's like, cracked radiator. And then lo and behold, it's a cracked radiator. Yeah. But Britney Spears also pointed that out to the gentleman, and he's like, oh, look at this girly girl knowing about cars. And Is that yeah. attractive in, in a woman, Mike? A- a- absolutely, absolutely. He gave a little sideways glance at her, and like, hmm, girl. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the first thing about cars. <laughs> I couldn't, if, if I had to uh, put in more windshield fluid, I'd be in trouble. That would be a problem. Okay, well, that's bad, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> you need to learn that. I've got Mike. Anyways, um, I feel like 
if there could be a supporting um, character or item in this movie that gets an award, it should be that damn bucket hat. That bucket oh. hat made me feel so nostalgic. Yeah. Britney Spears is wearing this like white and pink floral bucket hat <laughs> almost the whole movie. And that's funny you say that because my next note is they are amazing at making her look 12. Yeah. Like the the costume and makeup and whoever departments are amazing at lo- making her look like in comparison to the other two, her pregnant friend and her slutty, f- not slutty, but she's wearing much more scandally scandalous um clothes but then britney spears walking around with a bucket hat and it's she looks significantly younger than them and especially the boy the man the driver who looks 45 yeah who spoiler alert she and you know kisses later she looks literally 12 and he's like 45 mike what'd you think of the bucket hat i can't believe it didn't move driving down the freeway (laughs) across the country with the top down and it just was like their hair was flying everywhere, and this hat was just <laughs> on her head. That's a very good point. That's a good point. And I also noted that while they were driving, um, what song did they change on this gentleman's radio that uh, they were all singing on the radio? Oh, this is. Are you referencing the thing that you called at the beginning of before the movie started? No, the before that. No. it was the oh. Justin Timberlake song. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, while they were dating, like, yeah. It was, like, it was a nice little wink to the audience because. Brittany and Justin, JT, were dating J-Tim. at this point. I think, uh, well, were they? Do we have we confirmed that? They must have been. I, I do remember some kind of interview with Justin Timberlake on Much Music back in the day where he was like, I went to the premiere with Brit and like I couldn't even watch her kiss another man. It was so hard for me. And I was like, ugh, get over right. yourself. And then we all know the Crimea River music video. Oh, mm. from their breakup. I, I, I do. And I um, must say, I, I miss... Um, Ram and noodle hair, Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah, I know. that was a good Justin. Makes Timberlake. me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we do like Mr. Noodles in this house. I had it for lunch today. Oh damn! I wish I. Could I'm gonna get that. tapeworm though. So, That's okay. Mm. It's worth it. Didn't you tell me something about tapeworm recently, Maddie? New diet. Oh trend. god. Okay, we do have a tape. This is completely unrelated. Didn't you to... get tapeworm the other day? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Mike's face. There was, there was, no, this is so unrelated. This has gone from Justin Timberlake to tapeworm somehow. Tell your tapeworm story. My tapeworm story is this. When, when I was younger, my, my mom had this book or my mom had gotten me a book that's called like Grossology. And it was about like birds regurgitating and like everything gross that happens in the world. And it was like this kid's book about it. Where like, there was, there was a, a fake bird vomit in it. And like, it was a really weird book. Anyway, one of the pages, I used to read it, but I always, and I still have this problem where I read something and I'll read until I'm satisfied and then I won't finish it. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to an article or something. So I'll miss the real ending. Yeah. So this page in particular was about tapeworms and there was a big cartoon tapeworm on it and everything. And uh, I would read it and it was like, it was talking about what tapeworms were and it was this whole thing and it said... The only way you could get rid of a tapeworm and to know if you had a tapeworm was you had to starve yourself for 30 days <laughs> and then put a piece of meat at the end of your tongue Ew. and it would come out and you had to grab it and pull it out. So that was that was so convincing to me and gross that I stopped reading it. Ew. But then five or however many years later, I actually read the rest of the page and it's like, just kidding. That's not what you do. That's stupid. So like <laughs> my whole childhood, I thought... I was panicked because I was like, if I get tapeworm, if I get a tapeworm, I'm going to have to put a piece of steak (laughs) (laughs) 
at my mouth and wait for it to crawl up because I've because <laughs> the point is you starved yourself to yeah. it so it's so hungry <laughs> so it has to crawl up your throat and get Ew. this fucking piece of meat anyway <laughs> and the reason we're talking about this is because Carly and I started talking about tapeworms for whatever reason uh, at our house the other day and it's gone to the point in our real lives where we've been like stop tell on the podcast and like yeah. we've had to stop in the middle of a conversation so that was that That's was the funny. story. Anyway, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Have you guys ever been on a road trip? Ooh, oh, good question. Great question. I have that written down. I as have well. not been on like a, I mean, I've road trip to Hamilton, which is an Pardon? Hour away. You've never been on a legit road trip? No, sir. Not a real one. Mike. I haven't either. Carly's you our road trip queen. Are you kidding me? She's very offended. Okay, right first of all, you guys need to do that this summer. Okay. We'd kill each other. Yeah, Michael and I would for sure die. Tell us about your road trip experience. We don't need to talk about our insecurities. I just can't believe you've never been on road trips. It's so fun. I know. I've always wanted to. I've just never gotten a chance. My favorite road trip ever. I've been on a few great ones, but one of them was Vancouver to LA and then LA back to Peterborough. So we went across the entire Mm -hmm. United States. So I went through like some of the places that they went through yeah but you know how they're going through like the desert in this movie so we went through the desert and we were in an old volvo that didn't have air conditioning and we honestly thought we were gonna die and in this movie it kind of made me laugh because they have the top down the whole movie going through the desert and i'm like that would be so hot and the Dude, Ben, the driver, is wearing a toque the whole movie. Not to mention, this is pr- presumably this is in June or July because they graduated, right? So it would be yeah. in the actual summer. It'd be insanely hot. It would have been so hot. But it was very similar to our road trip because we had one male, Chris. Shout out to Chris. He drove. Mm-hmm. And then there were three girls. Oh, Lordy. That uh, were on the trip. Did and you sing Shania Twain and... And sing. We sang everything under the planet because yeah. we had under so the planet. There's another expression that Phil's going to yell at you. Oh, what is the saying? Under the planet. Under the sun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we sang everything under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a fun road trip. We went all over California. We learned to surf. It was such a great time. You guys have to go on a road trip. It is honestly the best time. I I, I love yelling road trip. What does that mean? Like, road trip! Oh, from the movie. Well, sure, but I've, I've never... I live vicariously to my friends. Um, That's shout, true. Shout out to John and Jenna, who um, basically just travel around living in their van. So I just look at their pictures and be like, yeah, that looks so fun. Nice road trip, guys. Yeah, but, that's pretty sweet. But that doesn't appeal to you at all? I mean, I, li- I, I like going somewhere. Like, I would... If we were, like driving to chicago great but let's just like let's just hop in the car and drive across the country yeah. and see what we can see i i'm very planning like britney spears in the movies like you guys are going on this road trip and you have no plan yeah Mike you is have a very no money goal you... oriented person he's very planning well that bugged me too that no one had money yeah. yeah that was weird so this gentleman was driving these ladies across the country Correct. who was they thought a killer they thought he was a. They, someone had a rumor that he had killed. He someone. murdered. Somebody. He was in jail for. What it. do you get for murdering somebody? Twenty-five to life. I wrote the same note. <laughs> he's like in his early twenties. No, he's got to be like late twenties. Okay. Whatever he is, yeah. he's been in jail. That means he's been in jail for murder for like two seconds. I know. And can I point out that when they were like talking about this rage against the machine came on the radio, uh, uh, kill it, kill a man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> kind of funny. 
<laughs> and but I mean, it turns out he didn't actually call someone. It was like he it was helping a stepsister or some shit. But yeah. that's, I don't really like that storyline. I think it's rumors. Well, I think it's really stupid yeah. because wh- honestly, they d- like they do think they genuinely think that he's killed someone. Yeah. And they make a joke about it later. Like we're in a car with someone that, and he even says when he, they find out that he didn't kill someone, he's like, you trusted me, but that's not a funny joke. Like they literally, these three young girls yeah. who are very pretty. One is pregnant. Yeah. They trusted who they thought was a killer. Yeah. To drive them around. And they stayed in a motel with him. Yeah. In motel, like in the same motel room. Yeah. Still thinking this man is a killer. Like, so it's, it's funny. haha, But it's also kind of like, what wait. Yeah, it makes no sense why you would go on a road trip with someone you thought was a killer. But um, he's an attractive guy. I don't have a clue who he is. He wasn't in anything else I can recall after this movie. But his personality in this movie is so boring. Yeah, he's pretty boring. He says about five things. And and most notably, like, so he, him and Brittany are kind of like flirting from afar and sort of very innocently flirting sort of. Uh, oh, let me say sort of again. <laughs> And she's writing in her book. And he's like, what are you writing? She's like, I'm writing poems. He's like, will you read it to me? So she reads her poem. And lo and behold, it's the lyrics to, I'm not a girl. Yeah. Do you? But anyway, so she reads it. And he like, he has this look of inspiration. And later he comes back to her and he's like, this pissed me off. And I know I'm going ahead. I'm sure we have notes, but whatever. This part doesn't really matter about chronological part. But she he's like come here i've got i want to see your notebook for a second show me your notebook of your poem and she hands his her his uh her poem book and he rips out the page that is the poem that she read to him and he goes come with me and they go to a piano shop or something and he's like i'm gonna i played i made a song for your poem but I was like, why didn't you just take the book? Why did he have to rip it out? Yeah, that was rude. It was really rude. I would yeah. be so angry if someone just ripped a page out, but then didn't even use it. Like, he literally ripped the page out to take it to another room. Just take the book. Yeah. Anyway, then he plays the song, and she sings, and she goes, da, 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 da. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh. I thought that scene was unbearable. Yeah, it was pretty hard. So he's, like, playing it, and he's like, okay, you're going to sing. And so she doesn't, I mean, she knows the words, obviously, but she's getting ready for it. So she goes, like, da, 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 da. <laughs> So I'm not musically inclined in the, the least. I can't. I love music. Can't play it. Can't sing. Um, he was sitting on the, like, playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, like, literally filled in the high parts with notes. Like, I want you to sing the words like right. this. Is that what they actually yeah, sure. do? Yeah, to, mm-hmm. to show the melody. Yeah. yeah. I guess. So he's, he's going, like, he's doing the chords as it would play on the piano. But then he plays the melody so that she gets... So she knows what he's, what he's written. Well, we have seen prior to that that Britney Spears can sing. Right. Um, we, we kind of skimmed over the, I, I skipped over a bunch of stuff. Sorry. The karaoke we scene. Yes. yes. Let's go back to the karaoke scene. In a bar. So they have to get money because the car <laughs> broke down. So they go to this karaoke competition that gets the money. You get tips. You, you earn all your tips or something like that. What was, it was called Club Bayou in Louisiana. Um, it was called Club Bayou? Yeah. It was called Club Bayou. Um, how the hell did these women get in this club? Like, like enter the I contest. didn't even think about that. I did not think about that either because in the states, the drinking age is twenty-one. Yeah, and they are—they all say that they're eighteen. So. Yeah, they just graduated high school. But they dressed up like they was not eighteen. Like they was not very scandalous. There is so many scenes in this movie where Britney Spears' stomach is just fully 
it goes back to my ab conversation. Yeah. The whole, she might as well just be wearing a bra this whole movie. Which I'm fine with. I mean, I'm fine with she it She has too. a fantastic body. I would look at it all day. So they were getting ready for this contest and the only one that brought the clothes was the married chick. And they literally change outfits multiple times and somehow Britney Spears comes up with per- a permed hairdo. <laughs> it's crimped. It's crimped. crimped. In like 30 seconds. Michael, honestly, can I just can I just say something really quickly? Let's say Jerry Curls. We wrote down the exact same notes. <laughs> you were copying me. I sat beside you. Literally, <laughs> I wrote down. Cause Cheater. They're about to go for this performance and Britney Spears has on like a fucking nun uniform. Mm. And she's like ready to perform. Yeah. And the uh, kit is like, is this for tips? Like we get the tips or whatever. So she's like, we got to be, you know, a little bit more attractive or whatever so that she gives her like a skimpy little shirt and blah 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 and before britney has like her half up half up half down hairdo with the two bangs along the side of her face and this is like they're about to walk out like they're literally walking onto stage and zoe seldon is like wait we gotta change and then she comes out with crimped hair which does not take five seconds let me just say it takes at least at least 20 minutes right and it looks really good, so it's got to be more. Anyway, it's yeah. hilarious. I agree with you, Michael. Marketing 101, sex does sell. Well, it, it does. Worked. They got tons of money because Taryn Manning goes up, and she's supposed to be the singer, and she chickens out, and then she's like, Brittany, or not Brittany, whatever her name is, Lucy, you got to do it. So Lucy goes up, and she goes, ah, da, 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 <laughs> and like does this whole, she gets on the pole, she's doing everything. Yeah. yeah. But she but, gets the tips. <sighs> It's just such a weird concept to me that people are just throwing money into a bucket because three girls are singing Joan Jet jukebox. It's also like I understand the concept of this event where you're like it's karaoke but with tips. Okay, fine, I can I can deal with that. Their uh, performance is very boring. Like yeah, I, that's what I mean. She's a good singer or whatever, but it's nothing special. But people are like chucking their life savings into this yes! bucket. Like they're so inspired. Like it's not like they earned twenty bucks. They earned over 400 because the whole point is that the car they have to repair the car and the car repair costs 350 plus labor which is over 400 dollars. and the guy's like this is gonna um cover the car repair and more or whatever so they've earned tons of money it was basically like a strip club except they're instead of nudity they're singing yeah it was really strange and it wasn't it really like yes britney spears is, is singing and she's great whatever and they're all half naked that's fine but if we went to a karaoke place in Toronto, and if, even if it was for tips, let's pretend this exact thing existed in Toronto, you would maybe get 10 bucks. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, I had some change. Like, people are getting, like, $20 bills to them. Yeah. But it was it was only Britney Spears walking around. The other two were back up and they were going, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So Rock and roll. At, at, this, <laughs> at, at this point in time, when your, your, your girlfriend took over the singing lead... And your goal was to go out to L.A. to become a singer and audition. Do you just sit there and go, fuck, what am I yeah, doing Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. very true. So the, this whole road trip is revolving around Taryn Manning wanting to go to L.A. to get a record deal. And she's like, I'm going to go to this karaoke. Will, I will earn us this money. And then she goes up and immediately chickens out. Yeah. And then I, I, if I was one of the other people in the car, I'd be like, okay, the road trip needs to end now because you're clearly not going to get a record deal because you cannot give up on your dreams. And yeah, like you failed. They yeah. were very close. They were in Louisiana, which I'm pretty sure is right beside Georgia. After like four days of driving, that's yeah. right. <laughs> beside the point. That's something we talked about the entire movie. Yeah, just we just just it. turn around and drive home like the three hours it would take you. <laughs> I know. Now, do you guys ever uh, sing karaoke? Yes, 
I have two go-to songs. Well, three, actually. Actually, Mike, you'll appreciate this. In college, the only bar that was close to our campus was called the Blue Lagoon, and it was a karaoke bar, and we would go there basically every Friday night, and it became kind of a thing that if I had enough to drink, my friend Justin would sign me up to sing Killing in the Name of Oh my God. Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I would go up there and I would give it my all. Often Justin would join me on stage. Oh my Anyways, God. that was my go-to song in college. And then now when my friends go do karaoke, I often do either Kiss from a Rose or um, I love to do My Heart Will Go On. Of course you do. Hashtag, what about you guys? Hashtag Leo. Um, yeah, I sing a lot all he the does, time. That's very true. Doing everything. You know anything. the words to a lot of songs. I do. I do. He no, he doesn't. He knows the word to every song. Right. And I don't. And he likes to remind me of that. But go on. Yeah. Um. Neighbors, the boys at the cottage. Uh. We drink uh, a little bit, maybe to excess, and then uh, every night in the summer we basically uh, belt out. Every song that just comes, like it's on shuffle and it's just, yeah, every song. Um, they have a little karaoke machine up there. There's yeah. nothing more fun than that. Yeah, it's, um, Brown Eyed Girl ah. to, um, of course, there's some Journey in there. Of course. And I know it gets a lot of hate, but uh, I support the Nickelback. Oh, I, yeah. Um, oh, they I are number that. one fans up there. So, sorry if that brings down the ratings in the podcast. We're um, Canadian. We support them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I never... Um, Got my rage on because, I mean, not as cool as Carly. That's I true. wish I was. Okay, my karaoke songs. Yeah, tell us. Are two classics. Aaron's Party by Aaron Carter. Nice. Every time. And the other one is Picture by Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. Which, can I just say, for my birthday last year, Mike surprised me and got a couple of friends. We went to a little, um, like the uh, little karaoke bar. And my cousin Ginny and I dominated our version of picture by kid rock and cheryl crow and it was amazing it actually i was like this is gonna get us an award it was so good she was cheryl i was kid wow and it was really good so slow though out of your picture sure so they go back to the hotel in their little skimpy outfit like yeah we did it we did it we did it yeah and then for no reason like i go cinematographer cameraman like just full body pan shots like from like the neck to like down for no apparent reason at all just for like two minutes straight i was like this has nothing to do with the plot but good on you guys i wrote that down too (laughs) it was just all these body shots of them going from like the thighs up to the boobs and like very sexy shots. And then they, I think they start drinking and then they start opening up to one another. Two, two, two of them start drinking, hopefully. Oh, right, right, right. right. Good point. Good two point. of them start drinking, which is actually related to the plot because they said, the, obviously, Taryn Manning isn't drinking and they're like, why aren't you drinking? And she's like, I mean, they're not asking her. Sorry, she's pregnant. They obviously know why. But she admits that she doesn't drink when she isn't pregnant as well. Right. She's not a drinker. And she... um confesses or whatever that she the baby that is within her womb is not her boyfriend's it was from the one time she did drink some guy uh impregnated her when she was very 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 drunk forcefully and we forcefully and we don't know what guy it is um and then zoe opened up about how she went to fat camp which which what a (laughs) storyline i love fat camp was i think what she said 
<laughs> and then Brittany opens up about her mom and how her mom left. Yeah. So Britney Spears is on this road trip to go meet her mother. Taryn Manning wants to go get a record deal. And Zoe Saldana is going to surprise. I, we forgot to mention this. She wants to go visit her boyfriend in L.A., her college boyfriend, who refuses to come see her in Georgia. Yeah. So that's why she's on this road trip. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So then the girls are all like tight again and they're like giddy with each other. And then they're at the gas station and apparently Ben went into a coma because oh, he falls asleep in the back of the car. And then all the girls are like, let's steal the keys and drive his car, even though we said we can't. They're being so loud. They're they literally peel out yeah. of the gas station. First of all, the the, the roof is down. The top yeah. is down. So <laughs> the wind alone has to wake him up. They've got the radio on full. They're scream singing. Yeah. The car is loud on its own because it's a 68 or whatever. So it's already a loud car. They're all giggling and laughing. They also touched him like to get the keys out. So they've, he's got all the senses like they've now touched him. They've, there's wind, there's noise. Everything. Everything. And he doesn't wake up. But I wrote all that down. Great eyebrow scar though. Oh, you're right. Mike was very jealous of it's, his eyebrows. It's pretty sexy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, Mike. If if this movie was made oh, about two years later, if this movie was made in 2004, that character would for sure have been cast as... Um, Josh Hartnett? No, Chad Michael Murray would be that person. They are so similar. Yeah, he was a Chad Michael... Ooh, excuse me. That's a tongue twister. Chad, Chad Michael, Michael Murray. Murray. Yeah. So Carly had brought up a good point, which at this point I was like, he only has two t-shirts. He changed once with this whole movie, like while they were road tripping, because it was a one-day journey and these girls... Yeah, he brought the appropriate amount of clothes. This guy must have some kind of like sleep disorder because it takes them so long to get to their destination when it should take them two nights. Britney Spears is kissing guys with mono? It's... That's exactly... Okay, so then... um, we're, we're in Arizona probably by now? Yeah, I think so. Finally. Yeah. And then he finally wakes up in the car and he acts like a lunatic. An actual lunatic. Yeah, he like screams and shouts. Ben, get out of the car and go kick up some dirt and throw rocks. Yeah. He has some issues. I, I, did, I thought like, oh no, I couldn't leave that town because I forgot to pick up my sister or some sort of big like yeah. plot hole. But then he's happy to give his keys away later on so he can do a little something, something with a little someone. Someone, someone. You Excuse me? What was that one? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. So. What's your next note, Maddie? Should we talk about when she goes to her mother's? Oh, yay. So they get to Arizona and she goes to go up to her mom and they drop her off and she shows up at her mom's house who she hasn't seen in 20 years or whatever. Not 20, she's 18. Whatever, the, 10 the, years. The mansion of the mother's the house. The mansion yeah. of the mother's house in Arizona. And she's got a bag. Like she's got a freaking <laughs> Yeah, she's going to bag. Stay. Like, hi, mom. And uh, anyways, Kim Cattrall, a.k.a. Samantha from Sex and the City. As you pointed out, she was dressed like a safari instructor. She looked like she was going on a safari. Anyway, it's not a very, to be completely honest, like, for something that's supposed to be the main plot of Britney in this, it, well, it's supposed to be her like quest. Quest, yeah. yeah. So it's not a very interesting scene. No, the mom's just kind of like, Lucy, we should talk. I don't want anything to do with yeah. you. She has two new sons and she has nothing, no interest in this girl that, anyway. So, and then Britney Spears leaves and goes back to the hotel. So your mother tells you you're a mistake. I don't want anything to do with you. I have a new family, mansion, yada, yada, yada. I'm still walking around wearing my mother locket. Like, that's still my goal. 
Right. Yeah. She's still, so Brittany's wearing this locket that her mom, whatever it is, gave her. Whatever was in yeah. the time capsule, she's still wearing it, even though she was just rejected by her mother, who has moved on to a new family. Like, genuinely, the mom's like, I have these two new sons. Goodbye. Like, yeah. it's really harsh for, like, a teen. Okay, but let's be serious. As if Kim Cattrall had sex with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I did think about that at one point. So, let me just... Let's throw in another Ghostbuster there. Um, mm-hmm. Bill Murray. Remember that scene in Zombieland where he got shot and uh, Woody Harrelson's like, Bill, what do you regret most? He's like, maybe Garfield. Do you think uh, Dan's just like, why the Says fuck crossroads. did I do Crossroads? I was thinking that. I was like, he must have been desperate for cash because this movie, like, sorry, Shonda Rhimes, but this movie was not a good script. It's not that it's not a good script. I mean, you're right, but it's not his thing yeah no like dan Aykroyd's like snl you know all these amazing comedy things and it's like but i mean that being said i'm sure they got a fuck ton of money he was so weird in it too i felt like he was like i don't know there's something weird about their relationship that i was uncomfortable like called her baby girl too much that phrase has been sexualized too much for me yeah baby girl and then she was like daddy i've never been to a party and he's like that's okay you studied for the both of us i don't know there's just something (laughs) weird (laughs) studied he says something like we worked very hard for this or something and i'm like ew another dad that like pressures their child i wrote that down earlier so like he's she's like i want to i want to she didn't even say i want to do anything else he's just like i got you a job at the hospital you are not allowed to have fun you're not allowed to socialize don't talk to anybody you have to study 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 and work at the hospital right now you're 18 get the fuck started so are we at the part where they do it yeah, things get good sure. after the reject part. Oh, yeah. So so Taryn Manning and Zoe Saldana go off to go shop or be touristy. And then it leaves Ben and Lucy alone. He literally like chucks his keys at them and is like, see ya. Use my car. He's like, I'm a little tired. She's like, yeah, I'm a little tired. And they go, okay, great. And they leave. And within one second, his shirt is off. Yeah. Which he removed like a female i have never <laughs> why taken... do you say that so because he did it over his head no 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 he crossed his arms this? in front of his crotch and then pulled it up over i do not ryan gosling does that in uh crazy crazy stupid love but i want to hear i want to hear about when you tried it like i don't i don't like i'm not maybe not flexible enough with my shoulders or whatever but i try it like i got my like arms wrapped around my head and it's all it's all it's a movie it doesn't work i don't know yeah all i'll say is uh big super awkward with justin long three days ago when this sex was supposed to happen that was high school yeah this in a ocean view room with the breeze and the and the the sexy shirt taking off to be honest to be honest i would have i would have rather had my first time be with Justin Long in that scenario than with this muscular older man who's expecting this like mind-blowing who experience. Who they think has, is a murderer, but oh, go on. But I'm just saying like for your first time to have yeah. someone that you've known for three years and you're like, you're both just like, okay, let's just do it. Let's get it over with. And then we're like, both going to be awkward. Yeah, it's going like, to be awkward and that's fine. But then now she has to like, she has to really like perform because this guy's experienced. Yeah, she he's been must, in jail. Oh, she must have done the best starfish for him. What's a starfish like this? Yeah, just, yep, just <laughs> leg at her back, just don't for the move. Listeners, <laughs> Carly kind of, well, she's starfished right there mm-hmm. for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Is that something people do? They give <laughs> light there like a starfish. Hmm. Good to know. But uh, they, but they, the, the metaphor of the sun going down, the waves crashing on the rocks, they, they, they had fun. Okay. All right, fine. So. Now let's go to the other plot line that's happening at the same time. We've got Zoe. Uh, sorry, what are their oh, names? Yeah, Kit. here comes the twist. Yeah, 
Kit and Mimi are in the car. So Kit had called her boyfriend and been like, babe, I'm in LA. And he's uh, presumably saying on the other line, on the other side, being like, I'm too busy. Sorry. See you later. We'll talk tomorrow or something. So um, Kit convinces Mimi to go tourist, looking at tourist things, whatever, for the day. But they get in the car and she starts going, you know what? We're going to make a little quick stop. So she's stopping off at her boyfriend's house, apartment, whatever. I go up the stairs. She knocks on the door. He's standing there and he's like, oh my God, what? And she introduces them, Mimi and her boyfriend, and they clearly know each other. No, he doesn't introduce her. He like knows her name, doesn't he? No, she goes, oh, you. this is Mimi. He goes, as he's, she's saying, this is Mimi. He goes, yeah, Mimi. Mm-hmm. And she goes, hi. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, you already know each other? And oh. then it's, so anyway, they, they hear a guy, I'm sorry, the guy goes, oh, there's, my friend's here. He's really sad. Sorry, you can't come in. Yeah. And then suddenly the girl goes like. Is that the pizza man? Is that the pizza man? Do you have pizza? Do you need money for the pizza? And then so they storm in. There's another girl there. And then Zoe figures out, or Kit figures out that Mimi is pregnant by him. But how did she connect the dots? Because he was standing there drinking his beer in the blue bottles. Yeah. So Mimi, when she's telling the story of uh, her first time getting drunk and when she was raped she says that the guy all she knows is the guy was drinking from blue beer bottles and it was over christmas break in a field at this party and it is at some point mentioned that um kit's boyfriend was home for christmas at this party and drinks blue beers and and anyway he's standing there drinking a blue beer so she puts it together mimi falls down the stairs very dramatically she drops her keychain she drops her keychain which is the world and it comes crashing down to all the way down the stairs. And she also has a miscarriage. It suddenly goes from fun-loving road trip to a deep and depressing movie. Real quick. Then they all kind of, they're at this ho- the hospital with her. And Dan Aykroyd shows up. Brittany's father. Just reams her out. Reams her out. But also, For two it clearly took him one day. Or not even a couple hours, unless he flew. I guess they don't really mention that. I'm part. sure he flew, but still, like they're. He at says this... he spent his money. Or whatever. I guess so, but they they're at this hospital. They've been there for five seconds, and he shows up. Yeah, he flew. He definitely flew. But how do you just fly in five seconds? You have to book a flight. Yeah, yeah but he could be there in like an hour, probably. Okay, I don't know what world you guys. Live so in. this this th- that scene right there where Dan was just giving her shit was maybe not my favoritely written. Part of the movie. Favoritely written? Uh-huh. He was just like, ah, you, yes, I'm very disappointed to you. I had to dip into your college fund to fly here, blah, blah, blah. But I forgive you. You're safe. You wanted to go have fun. Like, it yeah. literally, it 360 <laughs> yeah, so does. hard, so that. quickly. And it's like emotion in his face. His furrowed brow didn't really change because he yeah. just had Dan Aykroyd face the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He also says something that I wrote down. He comes and he's like, you went on a road trip with a pregnant girl? And it's literally a sense that he's like so ashamed and mad that she went on this road trip with a pregnant girl. And I'm like, hold on. Weren't they best friends when they were younger? Yeah. Like, that's really horrible. Yeah. Because presumably he knows this girl from when she was a child. And he's like, not even giving her a name. He's like, a pregnant girl. And it's so horrible. And she's like right there too. Yeah. He's like, hello, ladies. She's pregnant. And you went on a road trip with this scandal yeah it's really strange but then the next day oh we're in the hospital we're all sad and everything now we're on a beach frolicking then they beach they bury their next 
time capsule on the beach they're never going to find again. Did Britney Spears bury her tits with this time capsule? Because (laughs) they are gone. Yeah, her boobs go all over the place during this movie. They're big, then they're small, then they're big, then they're small. It's weird. It's very strange. So they bury this new one on the beach in California, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Because why would they ever? They're never going to find that again. Ever. Ever. In fact, when when we buried ours, and then whatever it was, like... um, I think it was like six years later we dug it back up. It took us two days. We dug it. up we <laughs> dug up an entire property right. before we found it. We had to get uh, my friend Caitlin's brothers to start helping. We had to get her now husband Chris to start helping. We could not find this damn thing for two days. Yeah. Um, the ending outfit had more sleeves than it did any coverage. Yeah, anywhere so else. Yeah, go to the record. W- yeah. Record. So they're doing yeah. this, they're going to the record deal and it's performed in front of an audience and like a panel of judges or whatever. And instead of Tara Manning having done this entire road trip for this, she's again the background backup singer and now Britney Spears is doing it. And the outfit that Michael is referencing is like a crop top and these like flared jeans, but the sleeves of the crop top are long and they... Like they go right down to her wrist, and then they are like bell extreme bell bottom, like the 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 curvature of the sleeve itself goes to the floor, like just out. It's amazing. Yeah. I loved it. She found her tits too, and her boobs were back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a girl. So so presumably she is a woman at this point. We, she's, she's now. She is now a woman. She's now yes, a woman. So yeah. she is a woman now. Let's sing this song for the audition. I presumably practice once. Yeah. And like I'm gonna nail it. I know every word and how the tune. I'm like, I understand that's the whole point of the the, the bloody movie. But I mean, sing something, everybody, because everyone was like jamming out to every like note in the audience. Yeah, like, I know. This is the first time you. It's also this a slow song. song. It's very hard to jam out to, but yeah. And there's like a full band behind her. Like when did they have yeah, time to practice? A full band. Yeah. Where did that band come from? And yeah. why are they volunteering their time? Because I'm they ain't getting paid. I mean, well, they might be. They got no money. No, no, no. I mean, like, the audition company might have a band that they have. Sure. So they said, oh, here is our song. Learn it. Memorize it? Yeah. I don't know. But it's great. Let's be serious. I'm not good. I want to hear Michael's rating out of 10. Go right ahead, Michael, please. Point four. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Carly, what do you think? So you liked a Cinderella story more? I liked a Cinderella story more, real, yes. real, real, real. Um, I give this movie a three. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Maddie? You guys are gonna think I'm crazy. I give it like a solid six. Okay. Six and a half. That's maybe. fine. I've watched it so many times. I'm not like this is an Oscar winner, but this movie I watched so many fucking times, and I'm always singing around. And I'm more like, I'm not good. as you saw this whole podcast. It's gonna be stuck my hair for the rest of the day. I did like the twist. It's a great twist. It actually is really. It's yeah. a Shonda rhymes twist oh good for shonda there it is. that all makes so much more sense now because yeah there's not many chick flicks of this era that have a big twist like that but that's a it was actually a genuinely a good twist yeah um mike anyone thing you want to plug anything you want he's a great financial advisor if anyone needs some advice financially please yeah, yeah go, go go uh holla at your girls at uh teenage dirt bags podcast with a z in there for dirt bags they're lovely. They're beautiful. This recording studio is dope. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, shout outs to uh, best roommate and girlfriend, uh, 
I could have here. Oh, oh thanks, Mike. What a sweetheart. Pick better movies for me to watch with you guys, though. Okay. No, you're only we, you're only allowed on the ones that are Cinderella Story and Crossroads and maybe Princess Diaries next. Ooh. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Anything to say, Curly? That's it. All right, cool. Rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, and Spotify, and Stitcher. We've got a couple more weeks to get on the new Noteworthy, so please help us to out. All right, goodbye! Cue theme song.